What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Hey everybody and welcome back to the Set Your Mind Above podcast. I'm your host BJ Seip. I'm a Christian, a preacher, a husband, and a father. In this podcast, we take everyday, ordinary events and explore how they can teach us extraordinary, eternal truths. I'm so glad that you've joined me for this episode. Now let's open up our minds, our hearts, and our Bibles together. If there is one word that could best describe today, it would simply be this, anticipation. The entire day has been filled with it, for me, for my kids, my wife, and a whole ton of other people, actually. Allow me to explain. There is the anticipation for our family for Kylie to get better, especially the kids. Them having not been able to be around their mom who has had a serious case of the flu for four days has been tough, to say the least. There were at least five or six times today where the kids asked if she was better yet, to which I would reply, no, not yet, and they would be visibly disappointed. At least we've been able to video chat from one room to the other often, and they've really enjoyed that. But no joke, we cannot wait to have her back around the rest of us because we miss her so much, and I know that she's just as ready to. Then there's my anticipation for tomorrow. What's happening tomorrow, you ask? Baseball's happening, that's what. After a long off-season of not knowing whether we would even have baseball this year due to the lockout, opening day is tomorrow. I've got all the games that I want to watch marked out on my calendar and plan to have one on in the background for at least most of the day. And as a Mariners fan, I'm even more excited. One of the top prospects in all of baseball, Julio Rodriguez, who we've been waiting to watch play for quite some time, is finally making the jump to the big leagues and has the ball club buzzing. Maybe this will finally be our year where the Mariners will win their first championship. Fans have certainly waited long enough for it, 45 years as a matter of fact. There were so many other things that all boiled down to a long wait finally being realized that I saw today. As I was enjoying my morning coffee, for example, I scrolled across a picture that caught my attention of Tiger Woods during a practice round today before the Masters Tournament. He was teeing off at one of the holes, but that's not what grabbed my attention. On each side of the fairway, all the way down the course, about 500 yards, there were thousands, and I mean thousands of people gathered to watch him play. You see, Tiger has not returned to the Masters or golfed professionally like this since his severe accident that almost claimed his life back in February of 2021. Everyone has been waiting, 
watching for 14 months during his recovery to see what he would do. These thousands of people clamored to get as close as possible to him, wondering when and where he might make an announcement. Finally, after golfing another nine holes, he announced that with the way he was feeling in his recovery, that he did in fact plan to compete in the tournament. There have been other things too that have fit the theme for the day. Highly anticipated new albums from musicians I follow are starting to show signs that they're about to drop a ton of new music very soon, and all kinds of YouTube reaction channels that I follow were all over it in talking about their excitement. There are others, but at this point, you get the point. When there is something that you've been waiting for patiently, the anticipation just grows and grows. It gets to the point where you are nearly on the edge of your seat, checking back daily or hourly for an update about whatever it is that you can't wait for. There's no way in the world that you can miss it or forget about it. Like me, for instance, I forgot that this week was even Masters week because I don't care that much about professional golf. I saw the post and went, oh yeah, that's going on. But I wouldn't have missed opening day of baseball for anything. You get the idea. Things that you anxiously await with great anticipation for are things that you care about. As I thought about these things, I've got to confess something to you. I felt convicted about my own faith. It started about the time that I put my daughter to bed and she wanted me to tell her more stories from Scripture. Tonight we went with an Old Testament and a New Testament story. So I told her about Jericho, and then I told her about Lazarus. After the story of Lazarus, she was concerned and asked, One day will brother die? And I was taken back and I said, Well, yes, honey, everybody dies one day, but then one day we'll be raised from the dead just like Lazarus, and that will happen for us all on the day that Jesus comes back. That answer seemed to satisfy her for the moment, and I tucked her in and I came out to the living room and I sat down. And that's when the following words went through my mind, as recorded for us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 through 18. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers and sisters, concerning those who are asleep, so that you will not grieve like the rest who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, in the same way, through Jesus, God will bring with him those who have fallen asleep. For we say this to you by a word from the Lord. We who are still alive at the Lord's coming will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the archangel's voice, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then all who are still alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so we will always be with the Lord. Therefore, encourage one another with these words. I have spent every day this week thinking about different upcoming events that I'm excited for. Every day, I have thought about Kylie getting better. Every day, I have thought about our new baby that's growing in her womb. Every day this week, I have thought about opening day for baseball. But you know what? 
I haven't thought about the return of Jesus or the resurrection every day. It was like a gut punch to my stomach realizing this. It is so easy for us to become distracted by day-to-day things or even inconsequential things like sports that we lose sight of the most important things. We anticipate the things that we love, and today, my love for Jesus was given some correction. Paul told the Thessalonians to encourage one another with these words. These words, the topic of the return of Jesus and the resurrection from the dead, should be something that not only I think about every day, but something that I share with someone else as well. I've had plenty of conversations with others about this upcoming baseball season over the last week, but not one person about the upcoming return of Jesus. Of course, that's what makes it harder, because we don't know when the day will be. But in actuality, that means all the more that I should have even greater anticipation for his return. Because for all I know, every single tomorrow might be that day. Now, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not saying that we are wrong to look forward to other things, or that the only thing that we should ever fill our mind with is the second coming of Christ. I'm not suggesting that. But what I am suggesting is that perhaps we need to reassess how important his return really is to us in our lives. If it's important, we'll anticipate it. If we're not doing that, maybe I need to make some changes. I know that I need to. Because there is truly nothing that I want to look forward to more than his return and my resurrection. I can't think of a more fitting way to conclude this podcast than with the words that John uses to conclude Revelation with in chapter 22 and in verse 20. He who testifies about these things says this, Yes, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I would invite you back Tuesdays through Fridays for a brand new episode each day. If you haven't already, be sure to find us on Facebook for occasional announcements and special video sessions. If you have benefited from this podcast, please, if you're able to, be sure to share it with someone else that you think could benefit from it as well. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all, each and every day, set our minds above. Just chase